Hey skaters, it's my June wrap up. I'm talking about hitting up different parks, trick trial and efforts because there are no errors when you're trying, helmet gang, and of course, skater and store shoutouts. This is episode eight. Roll the intro. Thanks for tuning in with me today. I'm very grateful you're here and would love for you to follow along by subscribing to this podcast and leaving me comments over on Instagram at Obsessions of a Roller Skater. Now I know, again, I'm a little bit behind, but I just try and cram so many things in in the summer. It certainly gets busy and yeah, it's, you know, you just got to find the time and motivate yourself to sit down and get things like this done and I've been getting... um, some extra support and people uh, shouting me out and giving me appreciation there on social media, which is definitely a motivator for me to continue to make episodes for you guys. So I really appreciate all of you for doing that. And I am here for it. I do really enjoy making these episodes for you guys and will continue to do so. So we're a little bit late to the game. We are in June or we are in July, so we're a little bit late to the game for the June wrap-up, but nonetheless, here we are, and here we go. So I'd say my skating schedule for June has been quite similar to uh, how it was in May, in the sense that it started out really strong for me, but then kind of petered off towards the end. However, this time it wasn't due to rain, it was due to a heat wave. We experienced temperatures reaching as high as 45 degrees Celsius or 113 degrees Fahrenheit. And as badly as I wanted to skate some of those days, the beach or inside was really the best option. So um, another thing that I've been doing is at the end of the month, I started my tattoo sleeve on my arm. So I had to take a little bit of a break there as well just to let that heal up properly. Uh, but before that, I was picking, uh, I was taking all the opportunity I could to get in skate sessions and again, longer days, letting me go a little bit longer after work, which I was super grateful for. So yeah, that's kind of how June rolled out for me. And when I say I started the month strong, I definitely started the month strong. I kicked off June by hitting up three different skate parks in a day. I went to my local park in the morning and then drove almost three hours to check out the Nacusp skate park, which was a little bit of a bust. (laughs) We showed up and it wasn't quite what we thought it was going to be. Um, But nonetheless, we skated there for a little bit. It was a little bit rough. A little DIY. It kind of had like these storm drains that everything funneled into. And the lower pavement was really uh, nice. But everything else is kind of chewed up and kind of rough edges. But, you know, it's fun to skate stuff like that. Because you got to get used to everything. And the more you skate different kinds of parks, um, the better and more comfortable you get at the really, really good ones. Uh, Because everything is just that much smoother and nicer. So it's always fun. I do, I did, however, appreciate the uh, graffiti that was all over that park up in Nacusp. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, You know, we're pretty lucky. Most of our parks around here are pretty new and everything is still clean. And I guess the way 
they should be um, not impeding any of the areas with graffiti. But I really just like the look of graffitied parks. Definitely gives it that um, classic skate park urban type look uh, and just makes it fun. Definitely makes your pictures look pretty cool too when you get some of that artwork in the back. So yeah, that was the park we headed to for the day that day. And with it kind of being a bus, we were able to hit the Caslow Park on the way back. And again, I know I've said it before, and I'll say it again. And I'll say it probably a lot more because I am just very uh, thankful to live in such a beautiful area of the world, first of all. And then second of all, have so many awesome skate parks so relatively close to one another um and not to mention the beautiful views that you get at every park so i mean we have we're surrounded by mountains the caslow park we went to at the end of the day is right beside the water so easily easy to just go jump in even the cusp skate park is right there by their public beach which up on those arrow lakes are beautiful mountains so even from the park you've got beautiful mountains to look at and then you could just rip over and rip down to the beach and jump in and cool off because june was hot it kind of started off yeah with some heat there as well and again as we got deeper into the month we experienced that heat wave and it's it's a little abnormal for us but i know everybody's going through some climate shifts right of course uh <laughs> let's not let's not get into all of that but certainly um things were a change in this month and it's gotten quite a bit hotter than it usually is uh for the start of the summer up here in Canada so yeah three parks in a day that was that was pretty awesome lots of fun and happy to be out with friends I was able to roll out with a few of my friends coming to the park and again always fun to get out with them and other people and just have the social aspect while you're at the park. Uh, I can be pretty introverted when I compete or I start trying to concentrate and and workshop stuff, um, which is fine. I mean, it definitely gets me personally in the zone to trying stuff and, and taking the time and the pauses and the trial and errors I guess, or I said trial and efforts. Remember, there are no errors when we are trying things. <laughs> it's just trials and efforts. Um, yeah, I get a little introverted when I when I uh, zone in on what I'm doing, <laughs> which is which is good. Um, I recognize that in myself, and sometimes I feel like. It's definitely a different part of me. I am usually pretty extroverted around people, happy to chat, happy to make conversation, but I do need that um, solo, introverted, inward time uh, to really push myself and my own progress. Uh, so it works for me. But skating with friends, always fun, always fun. And kicking off with going to many parks in one day for the first day kind of definitely set the stage for the remainder of the month. Um, I was hitting up skate parks wherever I could. If I was going somewhere, I took my skates and I went to the skate park. Um, my partner and I went on a trip to Kelowna and I was able to meet up with at Spanxy 
in Kelowna. I met her last year and reached out via Sib Kelowna. So CIB Kelowna, I looked up and then I sent them a message and I was like, hey, I'm coming out. Uh, who wants to skate? <laughs> and then there I was able to meet Spank and she is just an amazing inspirational skater on their own. Not necessarily my shout out for the month, um, but definitely somebody I look to and admire quite a bit um, for skating. Their slides, they do awesome inverts and just the effort that they put in to hit their tricks. It's really amazing. So if you haven't gone and checked her out, I will make sure to link it, of course, in the description here so you guys can go check out her buttery smooth slides, which is always just awe-inspiring to watch on social media in the first place. And then actually getting to see her skate in person uh, is super fun and super encouraging. And again, even though sometimes I have to become introverted um, when I'm sportsing, I uh, definitely love being around other people who are trying harder things or doing harder moves and really pull inspiration from that. Um, I'm a true believer that if you take the time and you practice, that you can do anything these other people do. Of course, there are people who make it look super easy. But, you know, we have to remind ourselves they are literally out there putting in the time all the time. And that's not to say that people don't have natural talent. Of course they do. Some people have natural talent. And, of course, everybody's minds sets are at a little, little bit of a different place for pushing themselves through those fear-based moves. Um, but anyways, you know, if you take the time and you really want to do something and you concentrate on it and you put in the effort and you put in the time and you fall and you get back up and you do it again and again and again, you are going to be able to achieve your goal. Everybody achieves it within a different amount of time, but I am a firm believer that if you put in the time you will get the reward. And where was I? I don't even remember what I was saying before. Um, yeah, you can see these people and it's really inspirational to see them do things. So I guess, yes, this is what I was saying. If I see somebody skating and doing something, I truly believe that if I have the time and the effort and the motivation that I too can do that. So I don't look at any trick as impossible. I just look at harder tricks as needing to take more time and effort to achieve. Um, so again, really inspirational to always hang out with skaters who are above your skill level and pulling inspiration from doing that. It was a, a bit, a bit of a bittersweet skate there in Kelowna because I do believe, uh, based on my timeline of going there and having opportunity to skate, it was probably the last time that I'll be able to skate that West End Bowl uh, because they are tearing it up. But luckily, they are building a skate park relatively, like, I don't know, 700 yards away from that original one. But I guess their city is tearing it up, which is kind of sad because it's a pretty newer 
uh, air skate bowl and area anyways, but they're tearing it up to build some city buildings. Luckily for the West End crowd, they are rebuilding right there beside, and hopefully they the community there will be able to have some input in what they want to see in a new park. So hopefully they still make a nice bowl for Spank, though, because her slides and inverts and everything she does in them again are just so inspirational so make sure to go check it out if that's something that you are looking for some inspiration in doing and yeah watch her do her thing it's pretty awesome while I was there it was really fun to be able to hang out with her and we did some follow cam footage of for each other um and of course it being her park she definitely have way better lines. Well, and she's just a better skater than me right now anyways. Um, yeah, she had some really amazing lines. And I was able to try riding over the keyhole feature that they have there, which was uh, felt a little sketchy for sure, but I was determined to do it. So again, just kind of pushing through the the fear and what is probably more excitement than fear and actually just getting after it and doing it was super fun and felt super rewarding. Um, so had a little bit of fun doing that as well. And one thing I really do love about the SIB community and all the SIB chapters that are out there is it is just such an easy avenue. If you're going to travel somewhere, um, like bring your skates because you'll probably regret that you don't doesn't matter anywhere in the world you just look up CIB Kelowna or CIB Vancouver or CIB you know Nova Scotia or PEI like I'm pretty sure and if you don't know these places because you're down in the states don't worry it's all up here in Canada but you know you know what I'm saying like anywhere you go in the world there's probably a CIB chapter at least close to um, that area. And if there isn't yet, I mean, I think there certainly will be by the end of the year or within a year. We're just going to keep seeing so many more pop-ups. So make sure you utilize that tool and hop on to social media because everybody is super chill and welcoming and happy to have new skaters. And I always know I get super excited when new skaters show up at our park and if they don't know about the CIB community that we've created here, um, I definitely try to encourage them to follow along and check it out And because if they're local to the area, I would absolutely love them to be a part of it. And I mean, even if you're not, you can still follow along and uh, see what's going on so that when you return, you, uh, you kind of have a little bit of a know who's who and, and it just makes it a little easier to put yourself out there and get in with a different group of people. Speaking of skating with other people, I also hit up the Castlegar Skate Park, which is just a town over from me to meet up with some skaters over there. They've got a really nice bowl that has a deep end, not quite as deep as the Nelson Park where I am, um, but it's really close and I really wanted to try dropping into the deep end of that. Um, I was really glad that my friend Ash Skates was there and able to muster up the courage to do it first <laughs> because again, sometimes your, your fear or maybe what is excitement because excitement is a very similar feeling to fear um, is holding you back from just doing the thing that you know you can do so ash i was super um thankful that you were able to say 
we just got to remember it's just about having fun and drops in first to the deep end. And then, of course, I pull inspiration from that and courage from that. And I'm like, all right, well, yeah, I'm doing this too. And once I did, so much fun, so much fun. Literally didn't feel any different than dropping into the shallower ends, except that you pick up more speed uh, coming out of it, which I was super hyped on because I am ready for more speed. I want to do things faster. I am feeling more comfortable. So hitting that deep end was pretty awesome. And having to do, you know, every time I do something like that, ensuring that I do it at least three or four or five times after just to really instill in my brain um, that you can do it. You can do it. (laughs) You did it and you can do it again and you can be comfortable doing it. Um, After I came back from there and, and was looking at my bowl the next day, like I was like, yeah, I can drop in this thing. And, and the encouragement and motivation was there. I didn't, I still didn't do it, Um, but every time I go and I'm looking at the deep end of the bowl now uh, at my local park, I'm like, you know what? I can do this. I can do this. So any day now, I um, the need to want to do it is going to overpower any fear that I'm feeling. Again, probably excitement, but anything that feels like fear uh, or hesitation my my need to want to do it is going to overpower that and it's going to happen. So, you know, follow along with me on uh, at 16 bearings, which is my skater profile. If you don't already, if you uh, want to stay tuned and see when I do that big drop in at my park <laughs> and it's not that big. I mean, people are doing vert and everything and that's just insane. But certainly when you're standing there and looking over top and it's got quite an abrupt uh, sharp top area to it that um it's just gonna take a couple extra times of encouragement for me to want to do it but dropping in on that deep end in Castlegar certainly showed me that I can level up I can go into those deeper you know bit by bit you can you can hit those deeper pools and start to get comfortable and work your way up to the big stuff And again, hopefully I can get some of my hype squad out to my local park and I feel like the day that they're there, we're going to do it. A few of us are going to do it and it's going to happen. So get your squad, get skating, get out there, hype each other up, try some shit because you'll be thankful you did if you're ready, if you're ready. (laughs) For the month of June, I definitely have noticed more and more skaters out, whether they're out skating the streets or the trails or showing up at the park. It's been really amazing to see more people coming out and trying things and the community growing. And I'm really excited for that. Um, It's something I've wanted to see for so long and only really having roller derby associated with roller skating. You know, there was a bit of a lull there for quite some time. So Glad that people have found it again or have found that the sport can be uh, interchangeable. It can be whatever you want it to be and whatever you're comfortable doing and whatever is fun to you and are getting after it. Buying skates, getting out there, and skating. With uh, new skaters coming out too, I love people looking to me for tips and 
encouragement when they're there. Um, and I do like sharing the know-how on how to do things. Uh, one thing I've wanted to mention that I notice uh, people trying in case you are thinking about doing drop-ins. Um, I noticed over this past year so far, finally having the opportunity to teach people how to drop in to things, that one of the biggest tips I found that people needed um, because their form was good going in and, you know, they had the right ability to do it, um, but they weren't absorbing the landing at the bottom. So as you come kind of out of the ramp at that bottom transition, really needing to think of absorbing your landing, so knees to chest, um, instead of standing up at the bottom, I found that's where people would fall. So going over, rolling, and right at that last second as you're coming out of the ramp onto the flat part of the uh, transition there, really absorb your landing. So pull your knees up into your chest. Um, and once I gave that advice, I found that people certainly were able to uh, eventually get sticking it or or it helped right away. Um, so I just thought I would share that little tidbit if you're thinking about dropping in and you haven't had anybody anybody around to help you. Um, I'm not sure how many drop-in tutorials are out there these days. I'm sure there are plenty. Um, but again, if they're not mentioning that you have to absorb your landing at the bottom, it really, really helps. So give it a try. And if you do, uh, let me know in this podcast if it helped, like go head over to the Instagram. And if you leave me a comment there, I will see it um, and we'll be able to interact a little bit more fluently there. So yeah, let me know if you try it and if that helps. And if you have been trying dropping in, I want to know. Speaking of other skaters being out, when I was over at the trail park, I saw an inline skater who was there and had just pulled their inlines out of the closet um, and was there for the first time playing around, doing slides. It was nice because he even said seeing me be there and skating, he was like remembering some things that you could do on your skates and pulling inspiration from what I was doing. So I thought that was really cool. And I have definitely seen people pulling their inlines back out and giving it a try again, which is, it's awesome. I mean, the parks are there, the trails are there, you know, skating is such a freeing activity and can just bring everybody so much joy. So if it does and you don't have your skates back out or you haven't been skating in a little while like that's okay you know breaks are good but remember it certainly is a happy medication <laughs> that is if you already own the equipment it is free so put your skates on and roll around and you will feel better and I hope you do feel good when you're skating while I was at the trail park, I was also playing around with doing slides on the deeper end of their bowl. Not quite, again, as deep as my local park, but it's really nice to have the opportunity to play around at different parks um, and just slowly level up the height that I'm doing things on ramps. Uh, that helps me get comfortable. Um, and ultimately, I feel like it does feel quite similar if not the same, doing it on the lower stuff. It's just you need a different speed and sometimes a different approach to hit those higher marks. So 
lots of fun doing that and want and glad to have the opportunity to keep building uh, the height so that I can do it on the really deep stuff eventually. <laughs> and that was certainly something I have been aspiring to do this month is just try and get comfortable doing the moves that I am already comfortable doing on bigger features. Um, so bigger drop-ins, bigger slides, bigger ramps to do ho-hos on, which I've definitely become uh, more consistent with over the month of June, um, which is nice. But I haven't been able to quite get enough speed at my local park to do it on our deep end. But I do look forward to the day I do because it is what I am working towards, uh, one of my goals I'm working towards. Also keeping up with trying new tricks on features, on new features whenever I can so that I can just get comfortable with a more freestyle skating instead of having to plan out a line. Um... The benefit of going to different parks or trying moves in different places at your local park is that you will end up being able to just pull quickly from your little toolkit of tricks and try things where your brain's just going to be like, yeah, this move will work here. Do this now. Do this now. Do this now in more of a freestyle form instead of having to be like, okay, I'm going to start here, I'm going to go there, I'm going to do this move, I'm going to come back, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, which is certainly how I often plan out trying new things and continue to do things because it certainly helps you become comfortable um, doing that trick. But once you're comfortable, you know, always try and push yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit if you want to grow, if you want to progress. It is good to then say, okay, I'm good doing things here. Now what if I tried it over there? And I find doing things like that, again, is really going to help me with more of a freestyle type skate because I would love to also be able to just skate around on the streets or anywhere I go and just do things. I see people street skating, um, Barbie Peyton for sure if you don't follow her like watching all the stuff that she can do in a freestyle form at parks and out on the street is just so inspiring so I look forward to doing what I can to build my skills to get to that point as well because that's when it's really fun and you can really get into a groove and get into a flow and be connecting things and just be like skating and doing shit and having fun. Oh, what else have I been working on? Um, I've been continuing to work on my one-handed cartwheels. Again, if you've been listening, you know that aerials are one of my goals this summer. I certainly need to take some time and workshop just doing that. Um, I know, I don't think you need to do it the entire time you're at the park, or you do, whatever you're feeling that day, but taking some time to workshop those aerials, because again, I know I'm right there. I know I can freaking do it. I just have to do it. Another trick that I have been working on, which I really, really want to get, but it's certainly one that hasn't come natural to me, is doing 50-50 stalls or grinds. I'm almost there, but I need to keep working on it and finding what clicks uh, to make it happen for me. Um, I definitely can get my front fit 
foot up. It's usually just my back foot that I'm just not sure what needs to change. So maybe a little bit more video of myself so that I can analyze it. I certainly have been slacking in the video department. Um, it's just so hot <laughs> and the park's been quite busy and I'm usually there skating solo it again more people have been coming out I just also need to be like hey can you film me doing this um and just take some more footage you know not for necessarily posting but just for having uh that video footage of myself to see you know, sometimes that really helps just looking and saying like, oh, (laughs) you know, I'm not doing this. And if I just did that, then it would certainly help. So hopefully doing some more video and trying to figure out what's going to work will make those 50-50s happen for me. Uh, Again, super cool trick. I would love to have it in my toolkit. So I am going to keep working towards making that happen. Maybe watching a couple more tutorials. I have watched some uh, on it. I don't know that Shortstop has made a video about 50-50 grinds yet. I remember posting on her social media and saying, can you please make a video for 50-50? Because the way that she breaks down things and does her videos, I find super helpful. Um, I often will actually watch them now at the park before I want to try something just as a reminder or just before I go out to the park sometimes uh, to have it fresh in my mind. So I need to go double check if she's made a 50-50 grind or stall video yet and uh, add that to my watch list so I can have it on hand. I've been continuing to work on my backside slides, which I think are getting better, (laughs) better, uh, which are getting better, but I haven't been able to do a long one yet, um, but I'm getting there. So really excited for those as well. And lastly, I've been working on ledge slides. I've done a few successful ones and I think I've been working on this for a couple months now. Um, They're super fun and again that freestyle street style skating um, certainly can be an advantageous move to do uh, and can be really fun to just throw down on a curb or a bench or wherever you uh, see fit but Yeah, I haven't been able to nail them consistently quite yet. I think speed is my problem. But again, maybe some more video uh, footage of myself doing it is going to help me analyze and see what needs to happen. But yeah, ledge slides and then hopefully leading that into ledge grinds. Uh, Again, getting that kind of feel for 50-50s down, um, I think is going to definitely help in bringing that all to fruition. So Hopefully I can get those down this summer. You know what? I know I can. It's just, like I said, going to take time and effort and practice. So as long as I keep at it, I'm going to have it happening. I guess as far as tricks go this summer, I didn't really commit to doing a lot of rotations for the Sib Trick of the Month. I just wasn't really feeling it this month, although naturally I would have been doing them for sure when I'm doing half cabs or a backside slide. For sure there's a 180 there. Um, I have in the past already posted footage of me doing 360s like up a two stair, which is super fun. Um, I just didn't highlight it this year. 
I don't know. I go in and out of phases of feeling the need to like make content and put stuff on my skate page. And I really admire those who are doing it consistently because it's like a big job. I don't know. It's it's a whole other thing you got to sit and do and edit and have someone to film, get the right angle and make it look nice and yada, yada, yada. Um, raw footage is sweet too, but I don't know. Sometimes I just don't feel like pulling my phone out and setting it up, especially when there's lots of people around and I got to wait my turn for my line. So <laughs> I just didn't really commit to doing a lot of rotation stuff for the sub trick of the month. Um, they're fun. They're fun. I don't know that it's my favorite thing to do, so whatever. Just do what feels good, right? Do the tricks that feel good. You don't have to do everything either. If you don't like ho-hos, don't do ho-hos. If you don't like doing slides, don't do slides. Like, who cares? That's the best thing about skating is you can show up and just do whatever you want, whatever that makes you happy, because at the end of the day, it's the only reason you're there. Unless you're trying to get sponsored or be some crazy skate influencer, which if you are, power freaking to you because it's going to take a lot of time and a lot of effort um, to make that all happen. And, you know, I commend all those people who are posting constantly, who are being the inspiration for the community and who are putting out new tricks all the time. Because when I started skating at the park, like, I don't even remember if I had ever seen anybody skate at the park. I guess I probably had seen Lady Trample do a little bit. I don't even know if I knew about Moxie the first time I went to a skate park. So, and then for a while there, it was like seeing Lady Trample, who's this amazing person who is an amazing uh derby player (laughs) and you're like well yeah no crap she's good at all this she's so freaking good at derby and she's so skilled and puts in a lot of time and practice there um same with now if you watch much uh lauren much she's just like picked a park so well and of course she's freaking ripped and does amazing things with roller derby but what i'm saying is when i started park there just wasn't really a lot of beginner intermediate people skating so you were watching people who have already put in the time and were putting out their best type of content and there weren't really tutorials on how to do any of these things and we barely knew the name of any tricks um so we were just like airing off of ramps and seeing how high we could jump and that was about it for quite some time um and then this new influx of skaters and new influx of people starting from the bottom and working their way to try things and and watching these high level type skaters do things and going okay how do we do that what does it look like when you're a beginner what does it look like when you're intermediate and what does it look like when you nail it has been able to give us the progression that for me I'm a very visual learner And I find that those types of videos or watching people's content who are progressing also helps me progress. Because 
even in derby, I always told people like, it's not going to look pretty the first hundred times you do it. Don't worry about it looking fluent. Don't worry about it looking smooth. You know, sometimes when you're bolting across the track to get to that person, you're going to look like you're falling all over yourself. But if you can, if you can pull together and hold yourself up and get there, it doesn't matter how it looks for how you got there. Your style is going to come when your comfort level starts to build. You know, your own personal style and your own personal flow is only going to come after you look freaking awkward. (laughs) Now, I know a lot of teenagers today don't go through this in high school because they have these beautiful YouTube tutorials on how to dress and how to do your makeup, but it's just like that, just like growing up you know, you look back at your pictures and you're like, man, what the hell was I thinking wearing that? Or what was I thinking doing my hair like that? Like you got to be awkward before you have style. So I uh, bring that mantra, if you will, I bring that type of belief with me to skating. And I have to remind myself that I had to remind myself that the other day trying my 50 50 stuff like it doesn't it's not going to look nice rate the very first time you nail it so get into those awkward positions get low get you know lean out put your arms out put your point where you want to go do the weird things that you need to do to build the skill and then once you have the skill and you do it more consistently then your style will come through then you'll look more relaxed or you'll you know look like You'll have the effortless motion and doing it beautifully. But it's going to look weird until you get there. And who cares? (laughs) Again, doesn't matter. You just have to remember. You're trying something for the first time. Look awkward. Look weird. But you know what? You know what looks good? You're out there trying. And you're out there doing it. And you're out there having fun. Another thing that's going to, uh, I need to also get back into the habit of doing is wearing my elbow pads because that also does help me feel more confident trying harder tricks to start. And then once I feel comfortable, yeah, I take them off. I personally don't wear my elbow pads all the time. Um, but I do wear my helmet and my knee pads and my wrist guards because I feel like those areas for me, uh, I can't live with damaging. I've fallen on my knees with not great knee pads on and I've had that sense of like, oh shit, I just screwed something up and I'm done. Like I'm going to be injured now and I'm going to have to take a break and I'm not willing to risk that. Um, You know, I've gone skating sometimes. Certainly I've skated downtown without my helmet on because I personally feel comfortable. But I've also been skating downtown and just been like, I'm having so much fun. I'm going to 180 off of this sidewalk and I've done it and I've almost hit my head off the ground. So luckily I had the reaction to pull up and not hit my head. But when I'm at the park, I've, I've definitely bonked my noggin a few times. So shout out to my S1 helmets and shout out to my 187 killer pads. Even though we've been going through this crazy heat wave and having uh, warmer than normal temperatures um here for june 
Like, I just wear my stuff. I don't care if I'm sweating buckets underneath it. Like, I would rather sweat a little bit more than end up with a cracked skull or fractured wrist or blown out knee, right? So for me, uh, again, I've smacked my elbows a couple times and now that I'm getting my sleeve done, I'm a little bit more conscious and a little bit more hesitant uh, because I want to keep my arm in good shape for my artist and I want to keep my tattoo in good shape until it's properly healed. So definitely going to have to throw my elbow pads back on and I think that is something for me that's going to help me uh, take that little bit of extra risk and do what needs to be done to achieve all of these tricks uh, and these goals that I have to do. I mean, to me, I sweat no matter what. So it's not a temperature thing. Um, and again, we all probably care a little bit about what we look like, but I see people on social media who are crushing it, who are fully kitted up, and then I see people who are crushing it, who don't wear any protective gear at all, and I think they both look just as badass as one another, <laughs> and they're out there having fun and killing it, so whatever makes you comfortable, right? Big believer that I'm not the padding police, but hey, do what you want to do, and it's totally your free will to accept the consequences of what happened. If you aren't wearing things, uh, then whatever. Shit happens. I've had almost two months straight of my elbow being bruised up, and it wasn't until I fell on it dirt biking that I was like, <laughs> I should really adopt my... Uh, need to wear my elbow pads again but so far so good at the park but again uh, I think it's certainly something that's going to help me feel a little bit more comfortable to get to get going a little harder to do these things I want to do and finally I have found an equipment spray that has been keeping the stank away <laughs> from my pads and my gear um I don't know why I've tried I've tried kind of homemade stuff I've tried just airing my stuff out certainly really noticeable with wrist guards I end up getting rid of them and I think even in one of my earlier podcast episodes I had mentioned like if anybody knows anything please tell me because I hate throwing things out or getting rid of things that aren't actually worn out uh, and wasting good money just because you literally can't stand how they smell anymore so I found this um, spray called Sports Cleanse Equipment Sanitizer. And luckily, it's something I'm able to bring in through my work. Um, so I found this spray, and it's a pretty, like, all, like a pretty natural sanitizing spray. And it originated, I suppose, uh, with hockey products and from the hockey world. So, of course, they are no stranger to stink. And I've been using it and just spraying my stuff down after every session. Uh, again, lots of sweat going on. I'm always using my wrist guard to like wipe my forehead and wipe the sweat that's coming off of my forehead. Um, and so far, so good. 
I like haven't noticed any stink so far. And if anything, I notice it in my wrist guards the quickest. Um, so yeah, I've just been using that sports cleanse equipment sanitizer and spraying down my helmet and spraying down the insides and outsides of um, my wrist and knee guards and it's been doing its job. So really happy to have found that and I will forever be a believer and continue to use it on all my gear. And I think that just about does it for me for June. Yeah, I wasn't uh, wasn't going hard there at the end, but that's okay. You know, we we have the rest of our lives to skate. So <laughs> as much as I love it and obsess over it and want to do it all the time, I, I do remember there's other things to be done and be doing and just to take it as it comes. If you're not feeling it, then just don't do it. Or if it's a, you know, 40 plus degree heat wave, then you probably don't need to be doing it either. <laughs> a couple days after the heat wave ended, we even went and skated the park and it is just, it's so fatiguing skating in the heat. So again, all those people who live in really, really hot climate type places and are just shredding. Wow. I'm sure you're more acclimatized to it than I am <laughs> having like winter for seven months out of the year. But um yeah, it's amazing and certainly nice to be out there when it is nice. Just got to pick and choose your days. So let's get into my skater inspiration for the month. And my skater inspiration this month is at OK Mackie. Um, if you haven't seen them, go check them out. Again, I will link that in the description. Uh, I really enjoy, they always have really nice scenery shots. They do a lot of fun edits. I find personally that I think their content is a little nostalgic for me because they are in Ontario and that is where I'm originally from. So not having been in the roller skate world, uh, except at Roller Gardens, shout out Roller Gardens back in the day. Um, not having been in like a park skate world when I lived back there, uh, seeing all these places that they go to and all the places that they skate, I think that's really awesome. So I have taken my skates when I've gone back and visited my parents, um, but was only able to hit up like one park in that area when I was there. So I'm excited uh, to bring my skates and maybe connect with the community when I go back. But I've been really liking seeing OK Mackie's content. And honestly, they're just like this badass go for it skater. Um, I, I think one of their videos, one of their first videos that I saw, they were like skating this skate park in the winter, which I think is hilarious. Um, I too did like a little skating in the snow edit video and uh yeah I just think that's really awesome so watching them grow and watching them skate has been uh inspiring and fun and you should go check them out too my skate shop for the month that you should check out is pizza flare uh they make the popular you can skate with us slogan t-shirts and decals 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 I don't know I hear it both ways um super cute I definitely think I'll have to pick up some of those they have tons of super fun summery time stickers and pins like roller skating burgers and hot dogs and more cool things like that that are just super fun and I really uh admire the artwork 
of what they have put out so far and hopefully they keep making more things as it's just nice it's different to see some uh food products on roller skates and (laughs) again if you're into that go check them out they are on instagram and then they have a link to their store there so you can go pick up yourself something Um, i really love that you can skate with us slogan that they have made on t-shirts Uh, Because that is a really big part of the roller skate community that we're inclusive and we're here and we are the people you can roll up to and approach and say, hey, what's up? Like, I'm not here with anybody. I would love to learn some stuff from you or do you guys want to skate together? And most of the time, I think you're going to end up with a pretty positive response from that. So pizza flare, good stuff. Keep it up. Love what you got going on. All right, all. Well, if you have made it this far with me, then I have a surprise for you. I received a couple of skate leashes this month from Strappy Lassie Straps. Let's finally say that right because they deserve the proper shout out with the proper name and none of my brain farts of saying the wrong thing. So Strappy Lassie Straps sent me a couple straps. I am selfishly keeping one for myself because I love them, but I would like to give one away to a lucky listener. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to head over to my Instagram page right now, Obsessions of a Roller Skater, And leave the comment obsessed on this episode and you will be entered to win your very own Strappy Lassie Strap. So once again, head over to Obsessions of a Roller Skater on Instagram and leave the comment obsessed on this episode. And for an additional entry, share it on your story. And I will pick a winner in a couple of weeks. So let's see how many entries we can get. And let's see, what's today? I'm recording this on the 12th. I know I'm a little behind you guys. I'm so, so sorry. Um, (laughs) I I really got to work on keeping this a little bit more consistent for people who are starting to love and enjoy this. But, you know, it comes out when it comes out. And I'm glad that you are here and listening nonetheless. And I will have an extra episode for you this month that I've already recorded. So there will be another one pretty quick for you. So today's the 12th. Let's do the draw on the 23rd. So you have until the 23rd to hit up my Instagram page, comment obsessed on this episode, and you'll be entered to win yourself a beautiful strappy lassie strap. All right, all that is it for me. And thank you so much for tuning in once again. If you are enjoying this content, please, I would love it so much if you could follow and subscribe. Make sure to head over and leave me some comments on Instagram. We can have a chat there. And like I said, I've got another episode coming out for you guys shortly. Um, It's already in the works, so I will have that out for you within the next week or so as well. All right, skaters, stay hydrated, have fun, and get out there and skate.